Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome back to another episode of Buffalo Happy Hour. Mike, what's going on? Oh, Derek, another fun-filled Zoom. But we're excited. We have a wonderful guest. Um, so we'll start with introductions and then titles, if they do so exist. And then we'll dive into everything that you're working on for our local community. Awesome. Perfect. Um, so my name is Tony Jones, and I am a personal branding consultant. So essentially what I do is I help individuals innovate their image, so say for instance, if you're getting prepared for a gala um, and you're looking to um, really sell the room, I help you to achieve your ultimate representation. If you're getting prepared for an interview and you're looking to really have some sort of um, influence over the panel, I help you to be able to influence the perceptions that people may have when you walk into the room. because. At the end of the day, we want you to put your best foot forward. So as a branding consultant, that's what we do. Because we look at the individual and we look at them as a them and in conjunction with themselves in terms of like their personality. And we combine it into their personal brand. And that's how we package them to the public. Oh, okay, cool. Did that did you always have a passion for that? Like what is your background? Yes. So my background is in fashion and textile technology. So I graduated from Buffalo State in fashion and textile technology. Um, I graduated from FIT in uh, textile and marketing development. And I studied at Regents University in London for fashion and styling photography. So a lot of fashion, a lot of styling, a lot of image consulting. So Yes, it definitely folds into my background. Yeah, that's awesome. Did, was your was your plan always to get into advising people, or did you want to go more of the fashion route, like New York City, London? You said, like, is that where you were initially going? 
So yes, initially I wanted to be a celebrity stylist. So I wanted to help celebrities dress for the red carpet. Um, when I was in New York City, I was able to um, intern and work for a celebrity stylist, and that was great. Um, you know, you learn a lot about you know what you want to do and what you don't want to do when you do an internship and any job in that matter. So that definitely taught me, okay, maybe it's another another path for me. So I decided to then do more advising um, private clients on their image. So that's kind of what routed me to this path that I'm on now. Sure. Good for you. And you said you went to FIT. Is that the same as FITM? No, FIT is um, the Fashion Institute of Technology. FITM is the Fashion Institute of Merchandising. It's still different. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. Just I didn't. I just wanted to piece that together in my head. Um, Why did you go to FITM? No, but I know oh. someone that did. So I just didn't know how that kind of if it was the same, if it wasn't the same, or or what the differences were. So understood. Um, so you've also done a lot of work with the uh, like Buffalo Public Schools. Did you want to touch on that piece? Just because there's a lot of different moving pieces regarding Buffalo Public Schools, especially now. There's more. You know, there's a lot of research that goes into students. Uh, either performing or not performing or like how we can help. And then just this overall general push from not only politicians, but just the overall community, because Buffalo Public Schools is huge. It's not just like three buildings for those that don't know or aren't from the area. There's multiple buildings across the entire district per se. Um, But do you want to speak on that? Just because your involvement with Buffalo Schools is having a direct impact with people succeeding beyond graduation. Yes. So, um, in 2019, excuse me, yep, 2019, we did a tour around Western New York called Where Can Your Image Take You? So we started in Niagara Falls and we made our way to um, Buffalo as well. So what we were doing was helping students to learn about the tools that they can use in order to be the architects of their own future, if you will. Um, I'm not sure, have either of you went to public school when you were um, in grade school? Yeah. It was public yeah, school. we went to public school, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you can you may be, may be able to relate. So I know when I went to public school, what definitely motivated um, working at ImageTQ was the tools that you were given. So I wasn't taught about the importance of having a mentor. I wasn't taught about um, the importance of networking and also the importance of establishing a strong relationship with your professors, your teachers, right? Um, so working at Image Take You was really to help the students understand like how they can use those tools and how those tools will impact them in the future. Mm. Just because when you understand the importance of networking and and trying different things that you're interested in, when you get a little older, you kind of already have like a lot of experience underneath your belt. So you kind of have an idea of what you will will want to pursue and versus what you will not want to pursue. Also, you then have an established network, right? So you have your teachers who then um, fold into your network and that you can utilize in the future for recommendations, um, for potential jobs. I mean, it the list goes on and on. So just really honing in on how could I utilize my seat? How can I utilize um, this experience as a student and make the best out of it? And one of those ways is really to A, get a mentor, um, B, establish a relationship with your um, teachers, and C, also have some sort of like internship, shadow. Um, again, I wasn't taught that. I had the experience of going to um, OCs, if you will, for fashion and design. So again, I, I was taught about like, you know, 
I kind of knew what career path I was going on, but in terms of having that, um, the knowing to establish a relationship or even to do a shadowing or a mentorship, I didn't have that. So Mm -hmm. I definitely wanted to help the students of Western New York become more equipped in that field. How was that perceived? Because I could imagine the conversations you were having when you presented that. Like, was it, were you just seeing light bulbs flick on when it was being presented to a large group? Yes, seeing light bulbs flick on. um, Definitely seeing light bulbs flick on. And it's interesting because you you speak to a lot of students and they kind of have an idea of what they want to do. Um, And also, too, it's just it's great because having someone, you know, come and speak to them that is established in their field kind of gives them another idea or a different perspective or even a a different career path that they did not even consider. Mm -hmm. So definitely you see some light bulbs um, flick off because someone would say like, oh, I want to be a professor. And then you, you know, they ask you about more and more about you and like what you do and what you pursue and how you got to where you are. And it's just like, well, you know what, I want to do that. So it's just like, you see some light bulbs flick off. You see um, students really kind of altering what they want to do essentially, um, because now they're introduced to a new industry, a new profession, something that they didn't discover. So definitely in a multitude of ways, you see lights flick off. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's got to be powerful because as we were, at least I can you know speak to my experience, you were always being told by each teacher at each grade, like the next next grade is, you know, next year is going to be much more difficult. Like if you can't do this, you're not going to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. And then you get there and then it's like more relaxed. Like it makes no sense. And then by the time you get to college, they're just like, dude, wear sweatpants. And you're like, this makes absolutely no sense. Like, right. it. why is this so much easier than, than high school? And nothing really stacked like they were telling me that it was going to. And having all of those conversations because I didn't learn anything about networking or driving a point home or using like, hey, you're going to learn this in class. Sweet. But read this other source and then it'll kind of piece things together outside of class. And they teach you how to learn outside of just the brick and mortar of Mm -hmm. each school. It's interesting because you don't necessarily see that until you get to a certain level of education. A lot of people aren't necessarily in that same position to experience that just because of their life environment, other things that come into play. And it's, it's interesting because there's so many things that can be addressed and taught outside of school. And you, I mean, there are so many like really deep rooted humor jokes and memes about education in the public system and or public school system where they're like, yeah, thank God I, you know, it's a Tuesday at work and I work full time and I really use those logs today from math B or I really use Pythag. Like I wish I learned more about how to file taxes or like something way more specific and you just don't see it. So for you to walk into those grade levels really, and then have those conversations to awaken the overall community is just super empowering because most, most, if not all aren't always getting it from student or from, from teachers, they might get them from students, right? Like their, their friend group might teach them things that are outside of curriculum. And I think that's where New York state fails. Just being honest. Like I think New York state is really falling into this, uh, like blinders approach to education where it's just how to pass a test. Like how do we get through common core and it's not about the real world. Mm-hmm. And then teachers are doing what they can, but they're being, you know, pigeon pigeonholed by it. And then 
you step in and you're kind of breaking the mold. So are there other people that work with you in that where they're like kind of taking a different approach where they're like, they're going to learn two plus two, but I'm going to teach them like, how do we make two plus two equal four? Great. But then how do we build on four to make it eight, to make it 16, to make it 32 and like grow it. So that way these people are really set up for success. So, yes. So I am on a few advisory boards, one with Erie Bosi, another with Buffalo State. And also I have a um, fantastic assistant page. And also I I talk to students Um, and being on the advisory boards, you get a glimpse from the student standpoint, the teacher standpoint, and also the the teach um, the um, I guess you get three points. So you get, get a point from the student, the teacher and also the parent. So you have different perspectives mm-hmm. and being on the advisory board, you really learn about, you know, what what the schools are lacking, um, to be quite honest. And one of the things I can say about um, being on the re- advisory board is that you have like a support system, right? Because you bounce ideas off of one another. You can talk about topics that will definitely make an impact on students. And I know that being on the advisory board, one of the topics definitely was personal branding and how do how it's important as to how students show up. Um, and, it, and it's definitely helpful. It's definitely helpful when it comes to having educating students on the importance of personal branding and how they show up. But it's also helpful for, you know, the parents as well, because now you have, you're introducing a different conversation. So it's not just, okay, um, Jimmy, you can, you go to school. It's like, how do you go to school? How do you show up? How do you put your best foot forward? Because there's science behind when you, when you um, feel, when you look good, you feel good. So how do we dress for success? Um, and again, just introducing a different conversation and really aiding the students to, you know, equip themselves with tools. So when we're in these um, groups, when we're in these um, advisory boards, just talking about the different things that students face. So lack of resources, right? So mm-hmm. it's easy to say dress for success, but, you know, some students don't have the means or some parents don't have the means in order to, you know, dress ideally, dress them their, their kids ideally how they want to or how they deem as successful. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have to be in designer clothes. It doesn't have to be, you know, the most expensive item. It's just like, how are you appearing? Do, do you feel good? When you walk in a door, how are you feeling? You feel as if you are representing like your true self because you are astute. And again, it goes back to motivating that student, right? And instilling the fact that they're astute, instilling in the fact that they're, you know, strong, they're smart, they're all these different things. And also aligning it back to, again, utilizing your resources. Because as an advisory board, we're a resource. As a personal branding consort- consultant, I'm a resource. And that's where I feel like the New York, New York State School District, is, New York State is feeling because resources aren't as prominent mm-hmm. as they should be. Because mm-hmm. I don't feel like students are have the resources and again it goes back to budgeting it goes back to a a lot of different things but i feel like if the schools were able to implement more resources such as the importance of how students show up or how students learn you talked about testing right and just having everything be be based on a test score but what about those soft skills because when they go home are they in their tablet like what are they you know it's so many different things so many different factors that go into um that go back into how students show up 
that I feel like a big topic that we discuss in the advisory boards is resources. And this is just one of many yeah. that should be implemented. I, I like what you were talking about with like kind of feeling confident and all that stuff, because I feel like when it comes to especially presenting yourself in public school, if you're given a, an opportunity to public speak, like get in front of a class and go on a presentation, that's primarily based off of remembering the content and spewing out your content. When you apply that to the real world, like a job interview, you're not remembering any content because it's about you. And the only thing that you have to go off of is your self-confidence and being able to portray yourself adequately so somebody on the other end can be like, oh, I can trust myself in this person. So going to the fashion sense and kind of, prepping somebody for success in a presentation way that obviously varies depending on who you're working with because everybody has their own what they feel success is but from your standpoint where do you go like how deep do you go with trying to understand what their personal understanding of success is like do you get into role models or like what type of people you would like to look like or what type of people you like their style of what is that process with you yeah, so we do something called a personality analysis. So it's a little bit of psychology behind it. Um, and with the personality analysis, what we do is we get to know that person on an individual level. Because again, we're achieving the ultimate representation of you and whatever that is. So so in short, we're building off of your strengths. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're asking them, you know, um, who are who is your favorite idol? Who do you look up to? Um, in terms of if they're getting ready for an interview or a presentation, like um, who do you watch? Um, who, who's your favorite podcaster? Who's your favorite motivational speaker? Also too, when it comes to speaking, right? Again, we're talking about confidence. How do you show up? How do you present yourself? What are you looking to evoke? Mm-hmm. What's your favorite color? What don't you like to be presented in? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, what's your favorite style? Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, Tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Again, we just dissect the person piece by piece, layer by layer, to really get an understanding of who they are and essentially what they bring to the table. And once we understand that, then we go into building upon their strengths. Sure. Piece by piece. So to that end, when you're talking about like when I was younger, I always heard the phrase dress for the job that you want, not the job that you have, which in essence, that's a very good thought process. But you also shouldn't be wearing a suit to like Burger King, right? Like there's there's situational aspects where you are probably overdressing. So do you get into that topic as well? Like actually dressing for appropriately for events because you want to make sure that you're not sticking out like a sore thumb thumb sticking out like a sore thumb. Sometimes it works, but sometimes it's also kind of obnoxious. Yeah, definitely. We definitely get into that. Again, based on the occasion, we definitely um, talk about, you know, the appropriate dress Mm -hmm. that should be worn. And also, too, like, things can, like, change, right? You may be going to a work event, and then you may be going to, like, I don't know, like a a happy hour, or Mm -hmm. you may be going for drinks with your buddies afterwards, you know? So how in that time do you go from, okay, office Jimmy to hang with my buddies, Jimmy, and you still want to, you know, fit in in both circles. Okay. So you may be wearing at your work event, you may be wearing a, a blazer, a polo and a nice pair of trousers. So when you get to hanging out with your buddies, maybe just take the blazer off. It's just, again, those little things that can make a big difference. So having some versatility in your style so you can be prepared for those occasions. Layers are the underrated hero. If you dress in layers, you can do anything you want. The other thing is you just force your friends to elevate (laughs) and you're like, I'm dressed like this so we have to go to these places. And then you just force them to conform to you. Yeah, you could do that too. That's the other power move. Yes. Absolutely. Very true. It's 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 powerful though because you can use that for everything. Literally everything and it's it's I think vitally important that you're doing it at the age range that you're doing it. So what what age group per se would you say you primarily focus on? So I pr- primarily pr- focus focus on 11th graders, 12th graders and um freshmen oh. in college. That's my primary primary okay remote base um as of now i am looking to expand um into a larger audience when we're talking about the more collegiate students so maybe looking to go to grad students but again that that conversation is a little different mm-hmm. um but yes that's my primary um age group and again when it comes to 11th and 12th graders you're in 11th grade right so you have you're getting prepared for your sats you're applying to colleges, you have a lot going on versus when you're in 12th grade, you're now thinking about, you know, what college you're going to go to, how college life is going to be, you know, when you're going to start college, um, graduation, prom, all these different things. And then when you're a freshman in college, you're in that transitional period when you, from when you go from like high school to college. So you still have like a lot of different things that you may have taken away from college, such mm-hmm. as you may still be in your oh my goodness, everyone still cares about me phase and people care about, you know, like, you know, the little things versus, okay, like, how do I show up to class? Am I wearing sweats to class? Am I wearing headphones to class? Am I going to be on my phone all day in class? Like, how does that look? How does it, how do you show up? So that's why I focus on um, those three grades primarily because I feel like in terms of impact, that's definitely, um, it definitely has a huge influence. 
Yeah, seventh graders aren't really going out and getting jobs and need that first impression. Most of their friends and people around them have an understanding of who they are already. So seventh graders really aren't probably the best people to go towards. But when you get towards that elevate like 11th, 12th freshman of college, that's where a lot of people are making first impressions. And first impressions mean everything. There was, there was a point where I wouldn't leave my house in sweatpants because I'm like, I could run into someone that could be my boss in the future. Like it, it's, it's kind of obnoxious at some point, but that's the type of thing that you need to – instill in people that you are always making first impressions with somebody whether you will know them in the future or not those first impressions will always stay mm-hmm. exactly and even in like college as a freshman i mean you have all these different emotions going on it's a different environment you're around different people so not only are you focusing on like you know connections but you're also focusing on like who can you who's your who's your tribe mm-hmm. who can i align with who has similar um, values, similar characteristics to me? Um, what clubs do I need to be involved in? Like who who can who can be my mentor? Who can I shadow? Like okay, this is the this is the major I want, and this is the field I want to go into. But you know who who can help me? Who can right. help me navigate? So it's just like again, so many different things that you think of when you are a freshman in college. And so many different resources that are there to help you. But again, you're so new that you don't really know about those resources. And also, you may be a little hesitant and resistant to um, obtain those resources because it's very new. Sure. It's unfamiliar. So who was your mentor when you were growing up, when you decided that you either wanted to get into this field or even before then? What, what was When you were going all the way back to your high school years, what was your thought process on wanting to get into a career? Um. <laughs> My mentor, I've, you know, I've always had a a few mentors, a lot of mentors throughout my um, life. And I guess to answer that question too, I never understood the value of being, of having a great relationship with my professors and my teachers in high school until like now, because they still help me out to this day. So um, some of my teachers, um, my fashion um, design teacher in high school, she was amazing. She's one of my mentors. Um, she helped me in terms of image consultant. She always, you know, was able to answer any questions that I had, always pushed me, always motivated me. Um, even when I felt like, you know, I was like struggling in certain areas and like the fashion design world, because obviously I'm not in fashion. I'm not a fashion designer. I'm a branding consultant, so that didn't work out in fashion designing. I really didn't have enough patience to sit behind the sewing machine. That's okay. But um, and she helped me to kind of navigate that situation and you know pursue image consulting and personal branding. So she's one of them. Another one would definitely be my mother. Um, always helped mold me and push me, fostered me, and fostered me in terms of um, you know. Every, give me the tools and resources that I have today. And um, she has helped me to become the person I am. And lastly, in college, I would say Erin Hapes was a big um, motivator to me. She was, she's a fashion stylist and she always, again, pushed me. So she was my mentor in college and we still have a strong relationship today. So again, it's just, I guess, different phases. You have different mentors. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, is the personal branding kind of, field that you're in is that relatively new did that happen recently or has this always been around it's always been around it's um personal branding 
that I guess like it's now like a, a buzzword, but it's always been around. I feel like it's been more coined as image consulting versus personal branding. It's like literally the same thing, but again, you can use them interchangeably. So it's been around just different words. Sure. So when you get when you're watching the Oscars, which is on the other night, and you're seeing a celebrity walk up in like a, a goose costume, someone's advising them to do that. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone's advising them to do that. Someone has styled them. Um, either they're doing it for a publicity, right? They wanna, they want you to talk about it. They sure. want the buzz around it. Or B, are they promoting a movie? Are they promoting a book? Are they promoting something in there? Something monumental that they're looking to market off of in their life? Usually, it's usually for that reason. The PR, their stylist is doing it for a mm -hmm. specific reason. But yes, that's crazy. Do yeah. you? Do, it is. It is very crazy. Um, and that's also a massive rabbit hole. So <laughs> do you help people find mentors? Yes. So I, um, based on my connections and my network, I, if I can't find it in my network, I will help someone find a mentor, um, either attached to someone in my network or even again, just exploring. But yes, I do help people find mentors. That's huge. Yeah, that's really huge. Really, because we can talk about it, right? But then actually having realistic action steps to make it happen is is the biggest difference for anybody, especially when they come from not ideal environments. Yeah, yeah, and I think and I think that you know, and that's and that's the key when you come from a, a non ideal environment. Seeing someone who may be from again a non ideal environment you know, do something that you want to pursue or be in a field that you're looking to be in or even just exhibit certain characteristics that you're not familiar with, but you want to evoke. It's so, it's so important. And I feel like it's, um, it's, it's needed. That, and then same with the adverse. If, if you see somebody from that same environment, make it, then it's just as more, you know, it's just as powerful. Yes. Definitely. It's, it's, it's very powerful to see someone that, you know, from an area that you grew up in, you know, make it and, you know, become a success. Um, even if they're not in the same industry, mm -hmm. it's it's very, very nice to see. I actually, speaking of that, went to the Brian McKnight concert a few nights ago. And again, he's from Buffalo, New York. So it was even nice to see him on stage and a, a big celebrity as well. So it's just, again, not same industry, but again, someone from your area who has made it. Sure. When you're watching some events or going to concerts or watching the Oscars or something like that, are you like, is your brain going crazy where you're like, what are they thinking when they did this? Or are you just able to sit back and enjoy and look at some of these crazy outfits? A little bit of both. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm like, okay, uh, what's, what's the goal here? And then some of them I'm like, oh, wow, like you look amazing. Um, I guess it all depends. Like, I love Lady Gaga's outfit. It was amazing. Loved Rihanna's outfit. And some of the outfits I didn't like, I'm not going to name. I'm just like, I don't know what happened. I don't right. know what the goal was, What who styled you, what they were going for. Like, maybe, you know, I don't know, you were late for your, your styling shoot. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, could be. Knows, but <laughs> it, yeah, so a little bit of both. That's awesome. Good for you. Thank you. Yeah. So how can somebody get in touch with you if they are looking for some of these services? Yes, of course. So you can get in touch with me um, by booking at my website, tjdivineimage.com. I'm also on Instagram under tj underscore divine image. Um, also on Facebook. Um, so yeah, those are the um, ways that you can get in contact with me if needed, if you want to 
A, um, speak if you want me for motivational speaking at a school. Um, B, even if you want me for personal branding, mm -hmm. image consulting, or even I do editorial styling as well. So when you're talking about branding somebody, are there any, are there, so you do both male and female, like the, the full range of individuals you will help styled, like you're not just specifically females, right? No, yeah. not just specifically females. Okay. Um, it's branded, the brand, TJ Divine Image is branded towards females, but I do men as well. So where do you get that inspiration from? Like, Matt, are you researching people? Like, yeah, yeah, Matt Bomer. Yeah, Hello. right. Seriously, he's a gorgeous human being. But Dude's like, a stud. Yeah. So, are you research? Like, what is continuing education like for you? Because obviously, you've learned everything through college. But like, what is what is it like now? Is it studying celebrities? Um, it's studying celebrities. Um, it's also, I would say, reading. I love to read. Um, reading different books from fashion stylists or even from personal branding consultants, reading different marketing books that have like a slew of books next to me um, that I usually just read and brush up on different things. Also um, doing different courses, like um, getting to different certifications, like in personal branding or image consulting. Again, because there's always something new in the industry. There's always something different to learn. There's always some different unique technique that, you know, is has will help you innovate a look or that hasn't been really introduced um that's new so again just reading and and taking courses or just doing certificates sure. that's kind of how i that's what continuing education looks for me sure. looks like for me awesome that's so cool it is it's huge and it's very powerful especially in the community thank you for everything you do yeah i don't know if yeah, you hear no that problem. enough but yeah thank you both yeah this is very awesome. this is very pivotal for people to learn because i mean like we've talked about before First impression, style, confidence, that all is so underlooked right now. And you need to be confident in what you're doing, whatever event you have coming up, or even just feeling better about yourself every day. So I, yeah, it's great that you're doing this. Thank you so much. And also during the pandemic, that was a really, really, really hard time mm -hmm. because people didn't get out as much, um, obviously, for the obvious reasons. So a lot of people after the pandemic were struggling with their image that was a, a really a tough point because um you know people's physicalities had changed due to certain um instances so i would say like different um factors also have an impact that you can't control in your image as well so again it's just important to to have a resource in your hand and your back pocket that you can utilize in order to help you in those in those moments cool well, thank you so much for your time. Is there anything else that we didn't touch on that you want to you want to plug? Um, no. So, um, yes, actually. So, from March twenty seventh to April twenty fifth, um, we have our creating a successful future through personal branding tour coming up in Western New York. Nice. So, we're so excited about that. Very nice. Um, again, this is going to be for um, 11th, 12th, and freshman um, students who are in college. So we're super excited to, again, talk to them about the importance of branding, do a SWOT analysis, and also, you know, again, continue our path of, you know, pairing them with a mentor and helping them to establish long lasting relationships that can help them, you know, build a strong future. And people can find information on that on your website? Yes, yeah, so they can find information about that on the website. Um, and also too, we do have some information on Instagram as well. Awesome. 
Well, thank you so much. I mean, this, this has been really cool. It was. I mean, we're pretty fashionable people, so we don't technically need it. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody can use it, even if you think you're fashionable or whatever. So, honestly, right. thank you so much for your time. This has been fun. Thank you both. Have a great night. You thank as well. You thank you. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.